0: Hey, you're now loaded up for Think Rank with David Barry, the think tank for thinking rank. If it's on your mind, it's probably on his mind. So join rank. We're all in this one together. Now here's your host, the reality of rank, the bull god himself, David Barry. Hey guys, welcome to Think Rank. Um, David Barry here, broadcasting live from uh, the Montreal Mansion locust grove oklahoma so we um we got a great guest tonight guys um cody hart's going to be with us here in just a bit and uh i cannot wait to to visit with him uh world champion bull rider cody hart so um but anyway let me uh let me do a little bit of stuff i got to do before i get going here is um coach practice this weekend it's been it's sold out two full days and then um the weather's going to break i think it's going to be cooler um chances of some rain which is awesome um we've been needing the rain and and but more than anything i think we've been needing the heat to break it's scorching earth out there it's like 105 107 i mean it's just crazy and it's just everything's burned up right now and it's just from the temperature being so hot so temperature do- drops a little bit a little moisture maybe moves in be outstanding so anyway coach practice this weekend sold out uh august coach practice is uh at the end of the month of august and um the ads are out there for it so if you're interested in coming to that one it's a two-day deal saturday sunday you pick your day man i hope everybody's been doing good but i've had one outstanding week so far i just i cannot even start to explain um i even sleep better and uh which is is uh, ad, uh, unusual, uh but I've been doing some more studying on some other stuff and uh, um, and a lot of it goes back to what I've been talking to y'all about in uh that I've discovered in on is the neutral thinking and uh man i've been putting it to work and it is made making a huge difference um in my uh, business life professional life and sleeping life so really really excited about maybe sharing that more information with you guys as i move forward there rodeo ranch in here i uh, been hauling hay into the ranch and uh Oh man, that, that's another, that's a whole nother tight subject in itself, uh, just for the mere fact that we're, um, I think everybody's gonna be short on hay and, uh, our first cutting, uh, I don't buy, I don't bail hay, I buy it all. And so the, the guy I buy all my hay from, he's, uh, he's not making what he, you know, should, that first cutting and that, that'll make a person nervous, you know, so. But, it will rain right after a drought the old timers tell me so just keep moving forward here we're going to be um if you, you know the podcast we've been really slow and i apologize for it but getting it up on my website where you can hear the audio versions of it and um and then on the flip side of that we are trying to get it on spotify we are trying to put it on other podcasting um uh mechanisms so that you can just listen to the podcast after re- after we have recorded them. And so anyway, um we're just a, again it, it's a tough deal. We don't know a whole lot about what the fuck we're doing. I am an untrained professional, so uh and my wife's a barrel racer and uh so we uh we try to m- do the best we can to put this together. Uh and again, we are looking for uh some help to, with people that know uh some information. Uh, how we can do this that's already doing it or have done it or uh can help us uh speed the process up um on how to move podcasts from here to there and so that uh more and more people have options of listening throughout the day and uh and and so forth but so yes we are facebook live this but on the other side of things we are recording it to the audio part of it so that that will get placed um you know hopefully uh pretty soon on my website com, and and there is other podcasts on there they're just i think uh the one i had with matt austin i i want to think holly just was able to get it up maybe not i know that i know she is working on getting that up and then uh and then we go uh we go from there but uh have a store um, monsterbull.com. You can go there and you can pick up some gear uh, as the as uh, summer's here. We have t-shirts. I have hoodies, and I have a ton of different designs. And all my designs are done in-house, and 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 uh, meaning we design everything here. And uh, and so they're pretty they're pretty dialed in they're pretty good stuff everything's uh means something uh so when you buy monster bull it's uh it means something to wear it it's uh it has some uh, authority to it and um and so but you'd be surprised I, well you maybe not you but i'm extremely surprised at how much merchandise we do sell and that we move um to uh to to people all over the country so but uh all right so moving forward here i think we've got cody back on uh or not back online but i got cody online here so uh, cody hart how you doing man
1: man i'm doing good
0: and you sound doing good so you sound like you're in the other room man uh, uh
1: no well well i might be, well, I might be next
0: door <laughs> where are you at cody
1: i'm in new mexico
0: Oh shit, at a, at a, at a rhinestone, uh, convention or what, what are you doing in New Mexico? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, I actually got one of them old, them old job Work for a living and pay for, uh, bucking bull feed for their boys of mine.
0: <laughs> Outstanding, man. Outstanding. Well, pay
1: is outrageous and feed ain't getting no better and the corn's expensive and, you know. Yeah, when feeding bulls and bull riders—it
0: take a toll on them, man. Hey, if you if you ever need some barrel horses, we got some of them too. So,
1: I'm raising bull riders, not barrel
0: racing. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. So, so Cody, um, man. First of all, I just want to tell you thank you uh, for 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 uh, calling in and and uh, and 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 agreeing to uh, not agreeing, but just having a talk with me. Think rank we're this podcast is called think rank and it's just you know it's really designed, i mean from a bull rider's background but we reach a lot of business people school teachers uh just entrepreneurs just i mean and cowboys and cowgirls and team ropers and i mean it's a wide range of people that listen and uh and I just, I really think, you know what? I uh, we had Matt Austin on the other night, uh, the PRCA World Champion Bull Rider, and now I've got you, PBR World Champion Bull Rider, and and I just, it's a, it's the people that listen can relate to everything that it takes to win, and bull riding is the same as it takes to win in anything in life. The the same guts and glory that it takes to be a bull rider and a winning bull rider is the same ingredients that it takes to win in life. And so I, I really just I'm glad you you uh, want to share your story because I really think you're going to inspire some people. And uh, and you and know, yeah,
1: it, it it you know what it takes to win in my mind is pretty simple. You've got to wanna you've got to hate losing more than you like winning. <laughs> You know, I love that you've got to be competitive and and drive yourself you've got to be a a student of the game and 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 take every opportunity to learn to get better and because if, if you're not better than yourself, somebody else out there is, and they're going to take your money
0: absolutely or 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 whatever else you're doing, whatever it is yeah. you're doing if you're not trying harder than they are they're going to win. You know
1: i'm a pretty competitive person i mean if i'm if i'm throwing horseshoes dirt clods rocks or or driving a <laughs> truck or something yeah i want to be the best at it absolutely I mean, when i punch in google where i'm going that eta is just uh that's the time to beat to me
0: <laughs> it's like a fucking yeah. <laughs> love <laughs> that's outstanding man well well, let's let, cody let me get into our, our storytelling here um Start so tell me about you uh, and 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 obviously you you do uh, obviously you do have a brother named J W, and y'all yeah, sure. y'all grew up riding bucking bulls together. Let's start right there when you guys were kids, not like baby baby kids, but let's start. Tell me your story about you and your brother growing up and being bull riders and uh, what was going through your mind and how you how you got to where you're at today.
1: You know, I I got on calves when I was three in cleveland texas and then you know of course when i'm the middle middle child and uh my dad rodeoed and and uh went to the nf or was prca rodeo back when it was the turtle association and uh you know story goes that he almost made nfr one year and he broke his leg and uh but you know so when you're the middle child your dad did it and your older brother's doing it and
0: it's just it just comes your turn. You just get into it too. And, uh, how much older you know, is JW where, than you, Cody?
1: What's that? He's three years older than I am.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: And, uh, you know, it just, it got to where it was, it was fun, you know, and I got to where I thought I was pretty good at it. And I thought, well, you know, I don't want a job. I'll, I'll just go be a bull rider. I get to hang out with my buddies and ride around all weekend and, you know, you know, make money riding bulls, doing something I love. and. You know, party like a rock
0: star. You know, right? And,
1: uh, it wasn't. It didn't start out like that. I promise you, but uh, it turned out like that for a while.
0: Cody, but- when when you let me ask you this, when you first, I mean, you're the world champion bull rider, and and we're going to get into this later in our talk. I mean, the the the, the studs that you beat for the, the to win that buckle. But when you started, was it easy? And that, or if, and it, and then, how long did it really take you to just? That you felt like you know I can do this.
1: You know, calf riding. You know, I didn't have I wasn't I didn't have a care in the world. And we got into the steer riding, and when I moved from calves to steers, I was scared. You know, scared to death. You know, getting on them bigger yeah. steers. They were yeah. taller, a lot
0: framier, and right.
1: Oh man, we got to move up. And then <laughs> when we went from steers to junior bulls. I was really scared. I remember the first one I got on, Pilot Point, Texas, a little bull called uh, Rawhide, of course. I didn't think he was real little then. And, man, I was scared to death. And I, th- I think I rode him about four seconds and fell off or I- or jumped off because I was scared.
2: <laughs> right.
1: And uh, I couldn't believe I was still on that big sucker. But, you know, I I was so competitive. And, I you know, I started at such a young age. I had the base. Down pretty much okay and by the time i was 12 13 years old i was going to billy bobs competing against you know tough and ty and and, and all them guys that come down they go to enter the pro rodeo that b bar j had there cow town and then yeah. slide up there to in the late perf and and ride at billy bobs for for some extra road money and uh, i rode there for a couple years and rode against them guys so i got started pretty early and
0: being a professional, I guess. Okay, you was so so. You did kind of mention to me the other night uh, when, when we were just talking that you was probably the most experienced um, permit PBR holder, whatever young guy that they'd ever had because of of uh, just because of just like that. You going to Billy Bob's and them guys? he's riding against? You know, and
1: back then there was the Mega Bucks, the, the Super Bowls. Yeah. I went. I was going to them when I was twelve and thirteen years old. Uh, and carried on through them all the way, you know, till I turned, you know, bought my PRCA uh, and PBR card when I turned 18. Okay. And, but I was, I, I it would be a pretty, probably be a pretty safe bet that I was probably one of the most experienced 18-year-old bull riders at any level of the game. Right. Professional level, you right. know, because I'd been on, I'd seen so many, I'd, I'd already been on so many. I mean, by the time I was 18 years old, I'd already been in 48, of the United 48 states of, out of the United States right You know, only, yeah. the only ones I hadn't been to is Hawaii and Alaska okay you know and I'd already been to Canada and Mexico and right you know
0: I, I, I was pretty well traveled and, yeah. and experienced uh,
1: to be 18 years old
0: Cody let me ask you this real quick what, why did you uh, at that age at that young age choose to go to them big boy bull ridings versus the junior rodeos the youth rodeos, the high school rodeos.
1: Well we wasn't a rich family growing up, so if if we went to a bull riding we had to go where there was a chance of winning some real money. Okay. You know, I mean we we did of course we did the the Pee Wee rodeos and the youth rodeos a little bit, but once you know, once J got big enough to get on big bulls and, and be competitive up there, he was going to the open rodeos, open bull riding and stuff like that. And then when when I got to that age which was a fairly young age, 12, 13, I started going with them and started having some success. Well, you know, back then, the Super Bowls was adding 5000 and then I think the, the Bucks come a few years after that, and yeah. they was adding 10000 I mean, to go to a high school deal, I went to one high school rodeo in my entire life, and it was an Ardmore Oklahoma Hills, and I remember it like it was yesterday. J.W. had been up there probably three years, been up there three years in a row, and had not I, I don't know if he made the whistle or not or whatever, but uh, showed up up there my first year and I ride two good ones and, and win the thing. And he was pretty pissed off about that. He thought I was cheated or something. But <laughs> <laughs> I just told him the cream rises to the crop. Brothers,
0: <laughs> huh? Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: and uh, yeah, you know. But it went from there. It was just you know it, there was no sense in going going back to am- what I figured was amateur. I was already somewhat successful at thirteen riding against professionals. Why would I go? Why would I back up and go down there and play in the youth rodeos or high school rodeos? And because they sure didn't pay nothing like what I was getting. You know, I figured if I was going to put my my life on the line, because bull riding's dangerous. I don't care how good you are, how bad you are. At any point in time, bad things can happen. Right. And and then happen real fast. So if I was going to put my life online and and roll the dice in that way, I sure wanted to make it as worthwhile as possible.
0: So so, it, the money and the competition— which one meant the most to you at that at that at that age, and, and and even moving as you turned into a professional? But was it about the money, or was it about the competition between you and the bull, or you and the other guys?
1: I think it was a mixture of both. I mean, the money's always good, and you'll
0: never find anybody to turn the money away. But no doubt, I think I, you know, I got more out of it of just the recognition
2: of you know the reckoning, uh, the you know, hey, this is this kid here's pretty good.
1: How about pretty that? Salty. you can hear them guys talk. You know, okay. and just the respect that <laughs> just, that I got from from my heroes. You know, yes. You know. When I'm thirteen, 13, 14 years old, and I'm riding against Tuff and Ty and Norman Curry and them guys, and oh yeah, uh, I've watched them at the NFR, and I'm watching them, and, and then to hear them talk about it or, or get their respect, you know, that was that was a lot to me.
0: They 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 they, they watched when you nodded your head. They were watching. Yeah, yeah. So so. As the guys, as you as you progress forward and 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 turned eighteen, what was your goals from there? From I mean, as a kid growing up, you have a goal. You you probably got posters of tough hanging in your room and, and Lane <laughs> and hell, you probably even yeah. got a poster of my wife hanging in there. But what I did, did. I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I did for sure.
1: Uh, she was much better looking than Tyler, so. Outstanding,
0: outstanding. I, and I'm
1: pretty sure my wife had a had a tough eating and stand up in
0: her room. So there you go, there. there you go, outstanding, man. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so as you as you was growing up and you're headed this direction, you're competing against these guys. Did you know when or when did you know what you wanted, Uh what what association you was going to join, and what you wanted out of that?
1: You know, you know, all the way up till probably I was sixteen or seventeen. I wanted to be a PRCA World Champion Bull Rider because that was the big thing. That was that was it. That was, that was the top of the line. That was the gold standard. Okay, and in, in year three, here comes the PBR and it starts going. And I start going to some of them. They let me go to them. People then they let my money count, or let they let me win the money. But they wouldn't let it count for me to make the finals, So I couldn't go to the finals till I turned eighteen. Okay. And by the time I turned eighteen, that's kinda when PRCA and PBR had their little pissing match there and you know, I remember getting drawed up and I was trying to do both and I would enter uh Wichita one time I was entered in Wichita, Kansas at the Bud Light Cup and Fort Worth at the same time and we had to catch the Justin plane to fly from one to get to the other and then jump a commercial flight to get back to Kansas City to drive all the way over to Wichita to get on the second, in the second round and they got the PRCA got to doing that and they kind of made me choose and it wasn't real hard for me to choose because I'd already been all over the United States I didn't like that time behind the wheel a whole lot and I wanted to be home and fish play with buck and bulls at the time and I I chose the PBR and it it was way more money and and a lot less travel, and you knew where you was going almost a month ahead of time, so you can get the cheaper flights. You get you, that fourteen day advance and buy them get plane tickets, tickets, yeah. Tickets, and you could plan everything out. Whereas PRCA, you might not find out till a week before, and then you had to buy the tickets, or yeah. you know, the logistics were a lot tougher over in the PRCA. No my doubt, often them guys that do that because it sure wasn't my
0: cup of tea. I got you, man. So So we joined a PBR uh, at 18. Tell in me,
1: April of in April, uh, I turned uh, 96, April of '96, I turned 18, and man, I just took off like a, a house of fire, and uh, it didn't take me but a couple of events. and I was going to Birmingham, Alabama, my first Bud Light cup. Uh, had, uh, was I had I' remember this bull's name, but it was Harper and Morgan's Bounty Bull. Ken Henry was behind the shoot, back judge, big black banana horn bull. When I was a little big, I'm out of weight, 125, 130 pounds then, you know, just a little cocky, little fucker, you know. <laughs> and I thought I was a cock of the walk, and I slid yeah. up there, boy, and I got me a good old deep hole. And them feet up there in front of them, right behind them shoulders, and no. I nodded. Boy, and, boy, we went around and around and around the left right there, back around. Back down the chutes we went and made the whistle. Stepped off like, Whoo, I got my first one down on the first
2: try.
1: <laughs> Ken Henry throws the red flag in there. Grab knots, son. Oh, shit. I was like, oh, how no. could I, I told Ken after it was over, I said, how the hell could I catch a knot? My feet are literally three feet long and my knot and my loop. <laughs> underneath this so much it weighs eighteen hundred pounds. I mean, I'm riding. You know, my rope barely fit this big sucker.
2: Right? <laughs> How in the world could that be? And anyway, me and Ken Henry got to be pretty good friends after that. There but, you go. Uh, that was a that was the first
0: one, and then after that, it took me about four or five events for or Bud Light Cups before I got one officially rode. I rode one in uh, Odessa called Bad Bubba Ofic- Officially I got, rode. I like that one or
1: two, but. Uh, that was the first one it was pretty so that I, i've qualified uh you know the finals were in october then i think it was halloween weekend so i just had a few months to qualify for the finals wound up qualifying in 42nd place because they took the top 45 back then and had a pretty decent finals you know i never really ever had the finals i wanted and, but that one was pretty good i made a short round and won a little money and then uh 97 come around and shoot i Adriano was tearing everybody up that year. I I was having a pretty good year. I won my first event uh, in Billings that year and uh, wound up coming to Fort Worth and I was in the top three, and Adriano breaks his leg. I mean, he's like miles out away from me and Michael Gaffney. And uh, me and my, Michael fought all year long. We get to the finals, and me and G-Man the only one. That's mathematically possible. Able to catch, Michael Ga- or catch Adriano for okay. the world title, and uh I rode a couple. G Man, of course, went on and rode racing came to to win it. But that's I right. bucked, I think I bucked off in the third or fourth round, and it, t- it took me out. I had, okay, we had to ride everything and place in some didn't win the average for for us to win the world to make title. G Man did, and not, I did. Not.
0: Okay,
1: I didn't know till later, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't ready to be a world champion and I didn't have all the t- toolbox. When I, you know, all my ducks wasn't in a row, but
0: you so, 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 have, so you stop
1: tell me that then because I'd have told you right then that I was sure enough good enough, but that's the attitude you gotta have.
0: That's Cody. That is so rank right there. I mean, just so rank what, the, what you just said. You was not ready to be the world champion yet. And, and, and I'm
1: not talking physically. I'm talking, you know, mentally. Yes. I wasn't. I didn't have the mental game. Yes. the mental capacity that it takes to get on them kind of animals under them
0: pressure situations. That is at so the time, awesome. You know, yeah.
1: but you know, back then I was four foot five
0: bulletproof no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt listen i love that i love that that you acknowledge that and, and 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 obviously you're acknowledging more so now than then but at the same time everything works out like it's supposed to and and well, so God,
1: the good lord's always got a
0: plan you know yeah and if you have you, know, you believe in him have faith in him and and uh, and and you got to believe in him, but you have got to believe in yourself. Yeah. And if you don't believe in yourself, then nobody's gonna believe it. No, no that's you know, you exactly can't, right. Can't.
1: You got. Sometimes you just got to get out of your own way and let you know let the Lord lead. But he's not gonna let you lean on that shovel while you pray for pray for a hole. You know. I, mean, <laughs> effort, I love
0: you know. that. How about that, Hall? That That's a good one. Write that down. Uh, I'm gonna use that somewhere.
1: <laughs> I was. I mean, I you have to be a student of the game. You yeah. have to want it. Eat it, sleep it, want it, dream it. That's it. Has to be the very mainly probably not only just first in the pecking order, but it should be the only thing in your pecking order. No doubt is when you when you go to bed at night, you got to dream about bug. No doubt, and you got to lay when you lay your head pretty little head down on the pillow, you got to wonder what can I do tomorrow to make me a better bull rider. Right. Then when you get up in the morning you ask yourself that same question what can I do today yeah to be a better bull rider for tomorrow no doubt what can I do to better myself and if you're not bettering yourself and you're not putting out the effort and moving forward, then you're just spinning your wheels
0: and and and, 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 I and, I and cody
1: you, the guys that are yeah you know looking forward and working and hitting the gym and 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 getting on practice bulls and honing their skill they're gonna pass you by
0: yes. Yes, and you're not—you're not like a motivational speaker. Although it's motivational to listen to you talk, but you've got proof in the fucking pudding. I mean, you—you—you know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So that's—that's good. I
1: wouldn't be—I tell you this. I wouldn't be telling it to anybody, much less on a podcast, if I didn't fully one hundred percent believe. The, what I'm saying.
0: It, it ain't, it ain't cocky I, if you can back it up. That's exactly right. That's it. That's no right. doubt. No and, doubt.
1: I mean, it's been tried and true. I mean, you talk to anybody. I mean, Matt Austin will probably agree with me. He was on with you last time. I mean, I'm sure, you know, winners, I, I promise you, when you hang out with winners, the conversation's different.
0: Yes. I promise you. Yes. Listen, just talking to you two, uh, talking to Matt and then, t- and, and then talking to you, um, y'all have the same... Uh, same dialogue but you're but but it, it, it's different than the rest out there you know what I'm saying your your talk you know what I'm saying I, and 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 hopefully I, I don't know it might be going down a road that not everybody wants to go down right now but let, let's 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 move forward with um okay 97 uh Gaffney wins it move on what tell me some bulls you got on tell me some guys you had to beat tell me. Tell me some of them rosin-up bull uh, I mean, ropes. You,
1: you name anybody, any of the top bull riders that went to the NFR in the, in the early 90s, even some of them in the 80s, because Tuff and, and Jim and them guys, they made it in the 80s, Clint Bronger, Ty Murray. Uh, I mean, there was no, a bunch of them. It was really, really, you know, when I first, in 97, 98, was really before the, the, the the great big Brazilian waves that come over here,
0: you right. know. Yeah, just, and, just Adriano was kind of in here, wasn't he?
1: Adriano, Adriano was the first PBR world champion in 92 or 93, I think. Uh, I think 92 it was the first year. I'm, I don't know. I've been hitting the head too many times. But <laughs> he was the first world champion, and I know I was the sixth. So... um Okay. But, you know, and Adriano was there. I had to beat him, too. I had to beat my brother. I had, you know, Lonnie Stevers and K.J. Pletcher. They was, I traveled with all them guys. All them uh,
0: studs. All them studs. No doubt. I
1: mean, it was it was basic. Back then, it was a who's who of bull riding that, that, that kids really should go back and, and, and look. No and doubt. From because the guys in my era that I was lucky enough or fortunate enough to ride against and beat at some point, but... They didn't quit. They tried. They was riding for gas money to get to the next one. It was it was tough and going. There wasn't no fifty thousand dollar a year sponsorships or hundred thousand dollar a year sponsorships. I mean, you had to go out and make your money. Right. You had you couldn't get lucky for two or three weeks and then get you a twenty thousand dollar sponsor and then you're set for the rest of the year type deal. Yeah, you had to hustle for everything you got.
0: Yeah, same as rodeo. Yeah. You you have to you had to yeah. make it work. You had to yeah. stay on. Yeah,
1: I mean, you, yeah, you, and you had to pay to play. Yes. You know, there was, <laughs> you had to ride hurt, you had to ride injured. You had to find, you had, you had to figure out the hard way, whether you was hurt or you was injured.
0: And you're riding against the guys that the, the the guys that founded the PBR, that started the PBR, that you had posters of them hanging in your room when you was a young kid. Mm-hmm.
1: I sure did. Yeah. I mean, I went to Lane School. Uh, J.W. got into Lane School in 87. I think, and I, I went. I, I didn't I didn't pay my tuition, but I just stood behind the chutes and listened, you know. But uh, <laughs> so we, you know, and because uh, we was probably too damn broke to pay two tuition fees. You know? How yeah.
0: about that? And
1: I just yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and then you know, so ninety eight rolled around, and you know, I, I already you know locker room friends, a bunch of them guys, and already traveled up down the road, so I was feeling pretty. Pretty good, and had a sh- had a shot at the world title the year before. So I finished. I wound up fifth that year. Uh, can't remember what bucked me. I think uh, Tony Lama boots or something bucked me off in the short round, or Crocodile Rock, a bad company bucked me off to, to to win third. Okay, but uh, anyway, I, I wound up fifth that year, and I come back '98. I tear a bicep, uh, mess my shoulder up, break some ribs, break a foot. You know, uh, I think I I qualified for the finals that year seventeenth, uh, or I finished the year seventeenth. Didn't have a real good finals. Didn't. It was just a rough year. It was right. kind of a kind of a rebuilding year. You know, if you keep up with college sports, any day a lot of your seniors will graduate, move out,
0: and then you got to start with these young guys. Well, I was pretty well crippled, now it was a rebuilding year for me. Yes.
1: And uh, ninety nine come around. I mean, because the first year of 90, first part ninety eight, I was good i was doing good and i got hurt towards the end of the year just kept getting beat up and losing money and losing you know spending money and it was a thousand dollars a week every time you had to buy a plane ticket or hotel yes, or yes something you know and uh, so come around 99 I was, I was dog broke i mean i was borrowing money from friends and buddies and writing hot checks and and shit just so me and my wife could get to luckily i had a sponsor i i had uh travel time out of out of Chillicothe, missouri sponsored me and they paid for my tickets and uh, so I got, I had free plane tickets anyway. But I, that's how that's how broke I was. I didn't know if I was gonna have gas money to get to the airport to get on the damn plane. Right. <laughs> and I get on there, and and I'm hungry. You know, I'm I'm finally healthy. Finals have been over for a couple, two or three weeks. Uh, I'm healthy. I'm good shape. We go to Saint, Salt Lake City, and uh, I ride one of Terry Williams' schoolboy or something in '87 or something. I come back. I don't even remember. Fifth or sixth, something like that in the short run. I got Promise Land. Promise Land's done buck my ass off like three or four times. But now all of a sudden he's bucking bull of the year and he's the size of a damn
2: Ford F three fifty. You know, barely fitting the damn chute and
1: here I am, I'm a little guy and I mean I remember sliding up, my hands on the top rail and my elbows down you know, down pretty low. That's how tall that big sucker was. And, uh, man, he bailed out of there and kind of was moving away from me, fading to the right. And, I mean, he hit a hairpin corner to the left, and the way we just went to whirling across the pin. And I was doing everything I could, scratching, clawing. You know, at that point, you just keep your damn hand shut, and hope it all works out, and hope your reaction time. Your reactions take over because you can't you can't think when you're riding a bull anyway. If that's you right. think about something you're gonna hit the dirt. That's You've right. got to so you gotta react. Yeah. you gotta train your brain yes. to react to what you're feeling yes.
0: underneath you. That's right,
1: that's right. And I was, it was just the only thing I my damn hand shut and hopefully the whistle rang pretty soon. And reactions <laughs> kept up. And <laughs> and sure enough, Cody Lambert was a back judge. When I hit the dirt it was eight point oh three. And uh, I was ninety four and a half and I win that event. That was the first event of the year, and I was like, whoo, called me old banker, and I said, hey, I've got some hot stuff coming in there. Uh mind covered it. I just want about 30000 up here in Salt Lake I love City. It. I'll be back Monday if you'll cover it for me. He goes, yeah, I got
0: you. So, I love it. I love it. A good banker goes a long way. I love yeah, it. Man, a good one will help you out. A bad one will sink you real quick. But, That's, right. uh, That's- so me and the oh, no, wife and Lonnie
1: and Kurt Lyons and, uh, Lonnie Steverson, KJ Pletcher, we all went up mountains, went skiing for a couple of days. And then Phoenix was right after that. It was, it was just a couple of days after Salt Lake City and it was a one day deal. and Went down there and I think I rode one and bucked off short. I, I, I placed, but it was, I had that honker of Dan Russell's. I remember that. I won't forget that big honker turd. No count. But uh we bucked off and then we went to uh I think Columbus was the third one. And we get to Columbus and Sean and my wife, she sick feeling good. I think she had the flu or something and I ride General Electric of Terry Williams out through there in by eighty two or three and uh, had Moody Blues in the short route, which was I believe was the runner up bucking
2: bull of the year the year before. Okay.
1: And Turns out he wins bull the year that year, but uh, anyway, so I get on him and I'm 94, I think. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was really questioning if I was going to be right. I, I, I think you right, that's this. I mentioned it's always been weird with me because I always give myself. I could usually guess about 80 percent of the time whether I was going to make a whistle or I wasn't when I was putting my rope on. Really? For some reason, it was weird. It, I can't <clears throat> explain it, but I. Just sizing them up back there, putting my rope on. I could, I was 80% of the time right.
0: Now that's fucking right. interesting right, right there, Cody. I'm not
1: going to ride him, or, hell, I might, this, this one could be a little tough.
0: Huh. You know, this,
1: this one built a little different, he's a little funny, scratches down his side, on this side don't fit me, or, you know, or something, you know, because you can still weigh a bull bucks a lot. His horns
0: curve the wrong way, or, or what? Right? I mean, you got to read your
1: cattle. And, so, I was putting my rope on him, and I, I I I give it one of them. Oh man, I don't know, but I think that Bull's uh, name persona got ahead of me a little bit. But I, you know, once you climb over and the shoot, it's game on. You don't yeah. you don't back off just because it's Mike Tyson over there. You gotta you know you better come out <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: twenty. I love. I, it. And like
1: I said, I rode him and got off, and I remember I remember talking to my wife ever so because she was. I mean, I think she was asleep up there in the stands because she felt so bad. And uh, I had I went up there to get her and brought her down. We was waiting on to get paid. And I said, did you, what did you, because she was always by my hand. I'd always talk to her and, you know, I'd even ask her sometimes, what do you think I did wrong, you know? And not that I thought she knew a whole lot about bull riding, but I knew she'd give me her honest truth.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I said, well, did you think I could ride Moody Blues? She goes, not really. And I don't, luckily, luckily after that, I think I proved myself, and I don't think she ever doubted me after that. No doubt. Uh,
2: That's
0: and awesome. it, it. I don't even remember where the fourth event
1: was. Uh, it might have been. See, so that was in. No, that was in. Yeah, Columbus. And I don't remember where we went after that. I remember maybe it was out. I can't. I can't remember. I, there was six of them I won that year. I won uh, two of them in the first four events.
2: Okay. Well, yeah.
1: So I went. We went somewhere. I don't. Maybe Wichita, Kansas, or somewhere. I, I don't remember. But after the first four events, I'd won two. But I was win the world. Ty was winning it. And then uh, we go to Sol- We go to St. Louis. And you know, I've been riding pretty good. You know, and right. pretty hot. <clears throat> Ty Murray, you know, I always looked up to him pretty much. And a hey, I minute mean goes to interview him, my friend. And of course, that was the year that, that Ty decided he wasn't going to go PRCA no more. He was he was going to go after the PBR. You know, to strictly be a bull rider. And I, I remember the interview that they gave, and he pretty much said he was going to that the gold buckle on the PBR was his, and that was the last notch in his you know, to really fulfill everything he had done and. You know, it was just all but over. You know, and that kind of pissed me off. I'm like, "Well, you got to go through me, big boy." <laughs> yeah, true. Right. You
2: know,
1: I'm riding. I'm riding pretty hot. You don't don't shortchange me here. No doubt. And you know, and that kind of put a fire in me. I was like, you know, he, he may be a big, he, you know, he may be a big all around world champion and and you know, all around cowboy and all this, yeah. and won a couple titles in the in the PRCA, but he ain't won one over here. Right. He ain't had to ride against me. <laughs> and uh, you know, so it went on, and I don't remember what event. I mean, we went to Fort Worth, and uh Tough always did the Fort Worth deal and the Tough heatman Challenge, and he was going to have Chris Shivers get on Moody Blues, but Chris got hurt for that ten thousand dollar challenge or whatever, and he come ask me. He said, "Hey, would you? Chris is hurt. You want to get on? Because that was pretty hot." Then he goes. Hey, you want to get on Moody Blue for me for the challenge? He said, I'll give you five thousand dollars and and uh I'll even throw in an extra twenty five hundred if you hat whooping. I was like, Game on. I just rode this son of bitch in, in Columbus. <laughs> it's on. Get ready to write the check, big boy. <laughs> One, I mean, he kicked out of there, went to the Whirling, just went through his tracks, just knocking it out a hundred mile an hour to the left, and then just alley man right back the other way, and the whistle rang. I took my hat off, and I whooped that gray no-tail <laughs> sucker and stepped off. And, uh, I still, we still got the check. So we still got the big check he had to write. And uh, then after that, we went to, uh, I think we went to Odessa. Went to Odessa and then Albuquerque. So, we, and I didn't do real good at Fort Worth. I think I wound up fifth or sixth in the average. But that's that, that'll that'll tell you right there how good my year was. because I'm sitting here telling you I didn't do real good there, and I wound up fifth or sixth yes. in the average against the best bull riders in the bulls in the world. Yeah. And uh, so we had <clears just told> up <throat> that I got a bull slam jam of Steve Pires, ninety one in the first round. Get Panhandle Slim in the short round, and I. That that's by far and wide probably the most perfect ride I ever made. It was picture perfect in my mind. Okay, and a lot of rides you can look at or think about or picture you picture it perfect, but when you watch it, it's not perfect. You see flaws. Right, you can't find a single flaw in it. it. Was it was by far the best ride I ever made. That's awesome, and, man. Or in my mind, anyway. No doubt. And no doubt. I wound up awesome. went in second to Justin McBride. He had rode. Uh, Ana slim in the first round the day before
0: okay and then rode hollywood in the short round so I wound up winning
1: second I mean who'd have thunk been 91 and 93 when you second
0: win second that no doubt how tough was <laughs> that, that? that yeah that should
1: tell you a little more about the competition
0: yeah yeah
1: but uh, Albuquerque and I'm I'm not too far behind Ty I'm a little back there you know still nipping at his heels and uh, we get to Albuquerque I'm not. I go three for three. He goes two for three. Now, and ain't, I that his, him,
0: ain't that I his? Ain't that his bull riding? Code, Cody ain't ain't Albuquerque his? Ty Murray's bull riding or?
1: It is Ty Murray's Invitational. It, his own. <laughs> I passed him at his own bull riding. Won <laughs> that own bull riding. He had to give me the gun and. uh the photo album oh, goes <laughs> along with it, and and, uh,
0: and the lead change. <laughs> had, but I think what hurt
1: him the most is he gave me the lead to the PBR World Title, or I took it from him. He didn't there give you me go. Shit. No doubt. Yeah, I took the lead from him, and he never seen me after that. I mean, I, after that, I went on a whirlwind. I went to from Albuquerque, we went to Billings. I win second. We go to Spokane. I win. I win Spokane. We turn around. We go to Houston. I win Houston. Uh, then we go to Richmond. I win Richmond. I mean, it was getting to where the bull riders in the locker room didn't even want me in the damn locker room. You get your ass out. You, 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 <laughs> Up, gone. And uh, I remember Pete Hassman telling me that one time he goes, "We don't even want you here."
0: Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> me and Pete, good buddies. Oh, I no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I yeah, I remember. And, yeah, I remember and Pete. Uh, so I went. I mean, so we come into Columbus.
1: Or we go to Laughlin, my bad. We go to Laughlin. And I ride my first one, and I got high-rise. And I just rode him at Albuquerque. to went Albuquerque about a month before that. Uh, I, all I had to do was make the whistle to win, win my seventh event. That was it. Cut and dry. Uh, I had high-rise, and I thought, boy, this is good. This is good. And I, But I knew high-rise kind of had an off day at Albuquerque. I mean, I was still like 86 on him in Albuquerque, but... I knew that bull, I mean, that bull had been to the, or PBR 5 many times. I'd watched him, he caught, you know, seen him buck, everybody yeah. that had to go buckle off at one time or another. Right. I slid up every morning. I mean, he leaped out of there, getting in there, coming around the right, having a way better day than he had at, at Albuquerque with me, and I was riding him just fine, and I mean, he kind of blowed up there and I mean just arched his old back and just kind of rolled over to the right and I mean just kind of had me off my rope just enough to where I couldn't let him float underneath me and I hit the end of my arm and I mean it just kind of rolled just kind of rolled me in there it didn't jerk me it didn't you know he didn't like he jerked me in my he just kind of rolled me over yeah. something that I thought I could come back from once he made that next jump I thought well I'll just when he hits the ground he's gonna jump up and probably roll the other way yeah and i'll just kick loose and regather and right we'll go on well he had bats on him about two and a half three foot long on each side and when he rolled to that right he had his head kicked right and i mean i connected oh we connected and it did knock me smooth out and i was about i don't know probably six eight feet in the air Jeez. and i come down i knocked out and i hit the ground on my shoulders on my side and it shoved both shoulders together, both points of my shoulders together, and broke both collarbones in my sternum. Gosh dang! And uh, you know, and then I'm laying there in the arena, and you know, blood just going where he hit me in the dang head, right in my dang eyebrow, right eyebrow, and uh, laying there. And I didn't, I didn't come to till I come out of the arena. I don't remember waking up till we got out of the Justin got mm-hmm. to the Justin Sports Room back there. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I went to get up. Because Tandy, I was laying there on that board, and Tandy sold my eye up, got it all done. He goes, all right, you're good to go. And I remember J.W. reaching in to grab my arms to help me set up. And I knew I was sore. And I ran out there to grab him, and he went to pull me up. And I about, I guarantee you, I about to oh, chat myself, I promise
0: you. It man. hurt that
1: bad. I said, whoa, man. Doc, you better come back over here and have a look at this. Yeah, He got the look, and sure enough, both collarbones, and then they did a x-ray. And I uh, cracked my sternum too. And, uh, but, so I had to heal up after that. And Calgary was the next week.
0: The I'm next like, week? I
1: won't miss Calgary.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I'm out. Yeah. And then we had a week off and then we went to Columbus. So there was about three weeks there I had to heal up. And it kind of came through the vine after Calgary that they said uh, Jay Preston was, uh, PBR secretary back then, he did all the payouts and the points and everything, and he said, you know, he said, you just about got this thing sealed up. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, "You, if you place fifth or better in Columbus, they can't catch you. Nobody can catch you. Ty huh. can't catch you. Nobody can catch you. Wow. I said, huh. And we're still three events, you know, Columbus and three events left before the finals. Before the
0: right. finals, yes. Wow. Wow, what a, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so, no
1: doubt. I kept, I kept my yeah. mindset, though, that I was still behind the whole year. Even when I was leaving them in the dust, it was, hey, I'm, I'm second, you know. I'm the third monkey on the arc, and it's starting to rain. God <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've, I've got to go. I'm behind. They can catch me, you know, or, you know, I've got to catch them. And, right, yeah. And uh, so we get to Columbus, and I ride one and buck off one make the short round, got Hollywood, and I wound up at like 92, I think, and uh, wound up winning third, I think, third or fourth, and
0: sealed the world title right then. Right there. Over. And
1: it kind of disappointed me, too, because I had it sold up, three events before the finals, and, I, you know, as a kid growing up, you always want that gold buckle and everything, you know. And I'm kind of skipping ahead here a little bit. but So when they gave me the gold buckle at the finals, I was a little disappointed and have a damn name on it.
0: <laughs> they didn't they had, didn't, time, huh? they they, had <laughs> Yeah, Holly had just said they had me, time I mean, to put it, it on there
1: because they give it to me that night and then you know in the awards deal and then they wanted they wanted to take it back so they get my name on it I wouldn't give it to them I said I'll send it back later but this time it's going home with me
0: <laughs> oh, you know,
1: oh, oh. Y'all, y'all ain't getting this one
0: how about that <laughs> how about that that's outstanding
1: I yeah. oh, we went to them other events and I placed I mean overall that year in the regular season, there was seven events. I went to 26. I made, uh, I think, 22 short rounds. Wow! And out of those 22 short rounds, I rode 18 head.
0: Get you some of that. Yeah.
1: That's a pretty damn good riding percentage when they run the Rank ones in.
0: No doubt. No doubt. And The, and the, the I, best that, money can buy. The best different. money can buy is there. What's that? The best money can buy in bulls is there. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Best money can buy, best you can breed. I mean, yeah. you're talking about D&H. Uh, back then it was Nevada Burger, which had Little Yellow Jacket, and then you had Harrington Cattle Company that bought in and, and bought a bunch of great bulls. Terry Williams. I mean, oh, man, H.D. Page, Don Kish, David Bailey, Sammy Andrews, Servey, you name it. They was, I mean, they was there. Jasper yeah. Baca, you know. I yeah. mean, Glenn Southwick. <clears throat> Yeah, you know
0: Calgary, Pete. You name them. If if you had a bucking bull, that's by God where you wanted him. That's I where mean, he was at. That was the pinnacle of the sport, and that's what I love
1: about the PBR. It's the best bull riders against the best bulls. Period. There is no rider friendly shit. There is no, you know, three D like barrel racing. You know, you went easy 12, now. And
0: you're, gonna you're gonna piss my wife off three D and...
1: or something. You know, it, it's it's the best of the best. And if you're gonna be a bear, why not be a fucking grizzly? Yeah. Why? Why? Why be a panda? You know? Why be a koala bear? Something cute and cuddly. I'm not.
0: <laughs> you but you're, what? but Cody, you're short like one. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I am. I, <laughs> I, I sure am. I am short and I, All
1: right,
0: oh, so oh, you win. Oh. You win the world. But, but and, and before I move on to this next one, but tell them you, you the you was so hot. Tell them about your poker game.
1: Oh man, that year, <laughs> yeah, they you know they have a you know it's finals you know you got to be out there like a the week before to do uh, do all the promos and specials and they have celebrity blackjack tournaments, golf tournaments, skeet shoots, all kinds of stuff and uh, I think we wound up my me and my team we wound up like third in the golf tournament and then we go to the celebrity blackjack tournament that night and uh, Copenhagen. Sponsored me a little bit that year, so I was on their team, and uh, I won my first game. It was you, you got to play like 25, 25 hands, and then they count you money and you move on to the next round. And my first table, win my second table, I get to the we get to the final table, and it's me, uh, another guy from Copenhagen, and uh, Mike White, and a couple other people. I I probably they. Sure, I know him. I can't remember, but right. Uh, so it got down to the. It got down about the. It was the twenty fifth hand, and we stopped the game to count up chips because it was whoever had the most chips at the end won. And me and Mike White had the most, so when it come my turn, I was like, I've got to double down. I've got to beat him, you know. It come around and uh, he had, he had doubled. I don't remember anyway. I had fifteen. Or sixteen. at sixteen, and I had to double down. I put all my chips out there.
0: I'm all in. Down. Yeah, e- everything I had, I doubled down, <laughs> went all in, and drew a five.
1: <laughs> went down celebrity Celebrity Blackjack tournament.
0: Yeah, outstanding. Yeah, I love
1: it, it. was. It was. It, it started there, and it you know, and then I, I placed it around. Uh, of course, oh, I rode Skeeter. Of uh, uh, Dan Russell's in the uh, first round was 87. Then uh, round two, 1999 PBR World Finals, the rankest round of bull riding in history. I mean, Terry Don rode Panhel- uh, Promised Land for 96 and a half or 96, something, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Shivers rode Trick or Treat for the same. They split the round. Yes. Ty rides Red Wolf for 94 or 5.
0: Yes. And, uh, Darren Nunnemaker rides Panhandle Slim. I mean,
1: Josh McBride rides Nitro and is 91 and doesn't place.
0: How about that? I yes. have
1: Zandy, and I ride him, and I'm 92 and a half, 92 or 92 and a half, win eighth in the round. How about that? They were, I believe I believe there was a nine, nine or ten... Ninety point rides that night. Yes, and then, but I mean, they were stacked eighty nines, eighty eights, eighty sevens. I mean, yeah, it didn't matter. It was a bad night for the Bulls, even though they bucked their bucked their balls off. But yeah. it was it was it was sure something
0: to see i I was in in the stands that night i was i was a spectator not that night i was out there with my newspaper humps and horns and uh
1: i I remember getting a subscription
0: really we didn't have social media back in the day that's right you had to have a humps and horns magazine how about you i want to think neil gay was my very first subscriber um but anyway, I was out there for the newspaper with the newspaper, and I was sitting in the stands watching that night of bull riding. And yep. you're right, that was that was fucking spectacular, badass. It was good shit. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. All right, so Great you're chance. the world champ. You're the world champ. They give you the buckle without your name on the buckle, but they give you they give you the world champion <laughs> buckle. <laughs> I, they wanted time. So, so what's that?
1: I think going to tie Murray's name on that buckle
0: but I didn't oh get yeah it back they that. was waiting for that yeah yeah right on man so so Cody <laughs> what happened after that what I mean so walk me through you know the next year
1: man I tell you we go it, it, the season starts right back over like three or four weeks later it's New year's we go back to Salt Lake City where it all started uh, man I do the interview with Pam you know being a Raining world champ and everything i got a book called the uh, money easy money or money bucks or something a Dan's and or pay payday i think's his name. and then i slide up there and i nod my head i fall off like a fat school girl buddy i mean just round assed off didn't 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 put out a whole lot of effort and i was Really, really disappointed in myself. It that that showed me that it didn't matter. I mean, because I'd always heard you know bulls can't read buckles or this or that, but yeah, I had always dreamed of being a world champ. That's all. I, that's all I wanted to be. I wanted to be a world champion. I wanted to get that gold buckle. I wanted that. That was the top rung on my ladder. Yes, so that was that was a that was the the gold standard to me was that. I never thought about it until after I won the world title. What am I going to do after that? What what do you do?
0: How about that? Well,
1: you got to you got to refocus.
0: That's rank right there. That, if you that's you don't rank.
1: put out the effort, you're going to get your head stuck in dirt. And you know it wasn't a good showing for me up there, and I was a little embarrassed and let down. And uh, I went home. We went home. We had uh, like a week or so, two weeks after that, we had off. And man, I I got my ass back in that practice bin. They snow on the ground because it's January in Oklahoma, buddy, and it's cold. And I went to running some bulls in and, and getting on. And I mean, I was, I was pissed off at myself that I, that I didn't think that far enough ahead. That I didn't, that I guess it was, I was more mad and embarrassed at myself that I thought after I won a world title, everything come easy.
0: They just give it to you. I
1: assure you it does not.
0: They don't just give it to you. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: No. But you don't, you're not on easy street. There is no easy street. And in, and in fact, it's the exact opposite. You have a target on your back, and everybody is gunning for you. They've done seen your mission and what you can do, and they're coming for you. They went back, reloaded, and they're coming. But, you know, it it was more a battle within me, within the mental side of it, is got to get refocused. Yes, you won the world title. You was the best there was that year. You have to refocus. You have to get back to business. And it's it's work as usual. I mean, yeah, it's a grind, and you've got to give it everything you got every time you nod your head. It never gets easy. And Cody, and you're you you're never ever done paying your dues.
0: And you just said it's like three weeks later, after you, after yeah. the after you're the after after they celebrate you, it's three weeks later. It starts all over. You damn right. You're, you're 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 the you're the current or reigning. You know, it's a whole new fucking mm-hmm. whole new point system, or not point system, but yeah, it yeah, starts it was over. Yeah,
1: point system then. Yeah, so. it was point system. It didn't go off money. Yeah. Uh, actually, in '96, when Owen Washburn won it, that was the first year they went to a point system, similar to what NASCARs was. Okay. And uh, you know, when I won that year, I think, I think uh, you know, when and don't quote me on this, but I want to say the, the the world champions previous me. Only to win the world title, it only took seven or eight thousand points to win. Well, the year I, I won ten thousand one hundred points, so I set a record for the most points in a season. Of yeah. course, I won six events, uh,
0: won the season earnings record at uh, regular season earnings record at three hundred forty six thousand dollars that year. How about and, that? You know what about what about uh, you? You you told me the other night, Cody. um Bulls rode in a row? What was that? What uh, Number of bulls rode and, in a row that you...
1: I rode in eight consecutive events without getting bucked off.
0: Holy shit.
1: And all that, it comes out to 28 bulls.
0: Holy crap. 28
1: bulls on the Bud Light Cup Tour.
0: On the, At that level. Off. At that level.
1: At that level. At the highest level.
0: How about against that?
1: the highest competition, against the highest... Best, like you said earlier,
0: the best bulls money could buy. Best bull? That's right. That's exactly right. And and you're you ride twenty eight of them in a row. Yes,
2: sir.
0: Let me let me ask okay, you this, okay. Cody. Then how come not twenty nine? Cody, are you still yeah, there? I,
1: you can't, you can't, uh... You
0: know, you can't ride them all. You, you can't, can't ride, ride them all. You know? If there
1: just- was a way to flip them off on the, on, <laughs> with a, over the audio, you could do that right there, Cody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do.
0: I'm, I'm right literally flipping you off right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, my gosh. No. 28 bulls in a row at that level uh, on top of every fucking thing else. That, that's – uh. You know, the best I ever did is I rode three bulls in a row in the practice pen. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Well, that's funny because, you know, when I would get in a slump, because
0: everybody goes through slumps, I don't give two rats turds who you are. Right. I mean, you go back to
1: Bobby Paul back in the 60s when he rode, what, or 70s, he rode, what, 78 in a row or 70-something in a row? Yeah. You know, I mean, what he did, if he rode 72 in a row, I think that's the record. I'm not sure. Don't George George
0: Paul, yeah, no doubt. No, what George, happened
1: to him on the seventy third one. You know who knows?
0: I know, right? You know, yes. You,
1: know, you can't ride them on. You can't. No. But when I would buck off three bulls in a row, because at riding at that level, you're gonna point. Yeah, and and and, and you can look at anybody's riding percentage. Yes. You buck off more than you make the whistle. Other than maybe the top two or three guys. Okay. But them top five guys through 10 they probably ride 35 to 40 percent of their bulls and we can look it up on pro bull stats slade long's got it knocked out you can look at that your top guys will ride just over 50 percent
0: on okay. average. that's I interesting
1: seven percent riding average year i want hmm. i think uh joe say just crashed that record obliterated that one like he had a 70 something Riding percentage or oh, something
0: wow. seventy something. I mean, he
1: obliterated my riding percentage.
0: I gotcha. But you, you're gonna you're gonna have to
1: learn how to fail to really appreciate success. Yes, so you got to you got to go through failure to get to success, and, and they court one another. But you know, so when I get in <laughs> a slump, everybody gets in a slump and, and gets down. And I would I wouldn't call it a slump unless I bucked off three in a row. Okay,
0: if I bucked off three bulls in a row, yes. Because, you know, if I bucked off the first one, well,
1: maybe I let one get away or maybe, well, that sucker just bucked me off. Right. Which which later in life, I've learned that that's not necessarily true. But so after, you know, and then the second one, I'd be like, okay, I need to tighten shit up or it's going to get hard on me. And if I didn't ride that third one, I was going to practice pen, and I got on some good bulls. I mean, I slowed it down a little bit, but I had to ride. I made myself ride three bulls in a row. <laughs> before i wanted to go anywhere
0: okay and normally
1: i was leaving on thursdays flying out thursday or friday flying out flying, and flying out. back sunday or monday so there okay. was only three or four days there that i had to do this okay so i had my butt a practice pen and if i'm in a real slump sometimes it took me a day or two to get three road in a row but that was my rule i and, and i'm not forcing that on nobody but I had that was my deal I if I bucked off three in a row I had to go ride three in a row and practice spin before I wanted to go anywhere I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go if I and if it if it was a term pro or something yeah I had to go black cubs but I was you know had to it was in the deal you know if you're if you're you're top forty five and you're healthy, you're coming.
0: You gotta go. Yeah.
1: And, uh, but if it's a turn pro, I'd turn out I would I'd call I'd call the office and tell Ken Henry's, Hey, pull me out, I ain't riding with shit. Okay. Then I'd turn one out until I rode three in a row in the practice pen.
0: In the practice pen.
1: Then I'd go back to enter.
0: Huh. Now your practice if bulls. I if I can't
1: ride what I got in a practice pen, what the hell makes me think I can go get on the practice well, bulls and, well, that, that's and a, that's, make the damn whistle? That's a hell of a good
0: point I mean, right there. That's I'm a hell not of a, a good of point the right there. money away. So that's a hell of a good point right there. Yeah, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. All right, so um, what? So Two thousand rolls around. And, yes.
1: my uh, fall off. I go to the practice pin. I yes. get three road, I get driven, refocused, and I'm I'm riding good. I I, I place it the next, uh, at the next three. So at the fourth event, we're in we're in uh, Guthrie for Lazy Deal and uh, Bullamans eyes like one of the Nanzas. Yeah. Yep. And I can't remember what round. I think it was in the second round. I drove my first one, and uh, second round. And had a yellow jacket of Sammy's, not to be confused with Nevada Burgers, yellow jacket and little yellow jacket and all them. This was a kind bramer cross that Sammy had been to the NFR several times. Okay. And I ride him, I'm eighty seven and for some dumb reason I think I'm he kinda gets me away from my get off away from my hand. When I try to kinda my hand kinda sticks and it kinda pulls me You know, I don't don't come off of him, and I'm still kind of hanging away from my hand, so I'm like, well, I better try to go ahead and get off into my hand. So I tried to make a move to get a kick, and when he kicked, he kicked harder than I I kind of anticipated, and he shot me over his head, and as I went over his head, he had Cal horns. My left knee, my left spur caught in his shoulder, right in his shoulder blade, and I went over his head, so it just wrapped my knee around his horn. Yes. And I mean, just twisted it in all kinds of places and wound up tearing my MCL pretty good. And Tandy said, Well, you gotta sit out for six months. You know, it's time to time to go heal up. That was that old world champion curse. Nobody could ever win, win them back to back back then. You always had that curse. And uh, I was like, Well, hell, you know, it's six months and I don't have to have surgery. So that's cool. <coughs> so I set out for six months and then I come back and uh ride another month or so and we make I make the finals. And and make it in, you know, in the top twenty I think, top twenty five or something. And didn't have great finals again. I think I rode two of six or some shit. I mean it was pretty sad. Gotcha. But I was coming back. I was getting healthy. I was I was back feeling good. Yeah. We get to about the sixth event of O one. I'm 91 or two on Moody Blue, St. Louis, step off, boom, step in a footprint, explodes my left knee, man. I mean, just (laughs) MCL, ACL, meniscus, I mean, everything just gone. Right. This requires surgery, not just some scoping or this or that. It was both sides in traction for a month uh, and then had to get on a mobile. You know, one of them had to lay in bed with a mobile machine, that just moved my knee back and forth to keep it flexible and I mean, ice chest with pumps on it, pumping ice too. I mean it was it was pretty pretty hectic recovery. Yeah. that took six or seven months to get over that before yes. I could even really carry the daggum trash out of the house. Right, and, yeah. Uh, so I go to getting on bulls and come back and O2 comes around and man, I'm I'm back to riding pretty good and I dang tear my shoulder up, tear bicep again, break a foot, uh, broke my hand, uh, you know, and it just set me out. It kept setting it just me kept out. It kept
0: adding up. Out. It just All kept time, adding you
1: know? up. I'm sitting around, I'm sitting around this whole time, you know, for the, in the last. We lost you for a second, Cody. And for them too, I've been sitting on the couch eating Cheetos. You know watching golden girls or some shit <laughs> you know i mean yeah that's not really a good workout and the old metabolism packs his bags and says see your ass later i'm out of <laughs> here bud you know tablet and you start gaining weight and then you married a good woman that you know cooks real good it don't take long put on a few pounds so yeah. 0304 come around or 04 come around and shit there's thirty. 30, 35 pounds on me. They ain't never been on a damn bull.
0: Never been on a bull.
1: <laughs> you know, never been on
0: one. And, uh, I love that. <laughs>
1: well, I started getting on in practice, pen. I had to retrain that 35
0: pounds how to ride one. I don't <laughs> because I was too damn lazy and fat back then. I didn't want to
1: work out. Shit! I thought I was, everything I had was God-given. You know, I like, shit, I don't need that. I can ride this shit. You know, 10-foot-tall and bulletproof. Oh, and, my gosh. That proved me wrong real quick, and <laughs> so I was riding, you know, pretty heavy, and I'd still make the whistle and make the finals, but I just, I, I just wasn't ever the same after after that. It, it yeah, was, it was. I'm really disappointed in myself. I, if I had to do over again, I guarantee you I'd hit the gym, stayed in it, I'd have been a gym rat
0: and and took okay. it
1: more serious. Not that I didn't think <clears> I was taking it serious then. I just, I guess I thought I had more time. But, yes. As we all know a bull riders lifespan or career length. Yes. You know, you're, you're lucky if you're 10 years
0: professionally. Yes. Because
1: yes. if you start when you're 18, by the time you're 28, yes. you're pretty damn well beat up getting on the caliber of bulls
0: that, that they're uh, That's right. And, and Cody, in, uh, in, and, and my other podcasts and stuff, and even at my coach practice, I talk to the bull riders about that, that you're, you're riding, uh, your competitive riding time is limited. It's not forever. You don't think this will ever end? It's going to end. Oh yeah,
1: it's going to end, and it's going to end faster than you want it to. Yes. And yeah. There is a small window there to be at your peak, to be, you know, in your prime. You know, I mean, not everybody can be Adriano and
0: win a world title when they're thirty-six. Yeah. You know. Yes. I mean, most everybody's pretty well
1: done by the time they hit thirty. Right. It's, it's getting, you're in the, the twilight years. You're, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, there's yeah. no
1: more. You don't heal up as fast. Nope. And your body, all the time, you just don't move as fast. Yeah. You can't react as fast.
0: And and I feel like you've got more distractions in your life once you get to that age that you didn't have previously. Well,
1: that's true, too. It, you know, and you because know, I married my wife in 90, 98, and. We had our first son, Clancy, in 2000, right after I won the world title. So while I was out running and gunning and going and getting hurt and, you know, costing us damn money and doctor bills and everything else, you know, Shauna's at home raising Clancy, you know, and I'm missing the first steps and the yeah. first words and yeah. this and that. And, uh, you know, by the time I'm around, uh, I am around, I thought I was riding really good in 06. I was... I was making the finals. Everything was great. Uh, man, get to Reno. Uh, of course, I've got my cocky attitude. I was just like 91 on a bull called Ditto, with Bo Davis. And, uh, reindeer dipping was pretty big back then and, uh, before he turned into run deer.
2: <laughs> and,
1: uh, <laughs> and, and for the guys that know,
2: they know. Right. You know, yeah.
1: And the one time Good he was reindeer and he was a bucking bull and then, something happened i don't know and he turned into run deer wow you know um but he was pretty bad to beat everybody around the corner and man i slid up there and i told him in the locker room because back then they would pre-draw the short round right so they're they would they pre set the, right. f- the 15 short round bulls that's right yes so you had to ride to your spot wherever
0: your aggregate sp- score come back that's the bull you had that's right that's You'd right come
1: back yep. fifth, you had the fifth book you come back first you had the that's you know, right the yep. bottom moon and 15th at the time so yep you know and i knew i was coming back in that window where reindeer was and i was kind of psyching myself up and i thought i knew i could ride him i I, I could ride him i, was like, I got so skills to ride i'm gonna break his heart and i <laughs> didn't mind telling anybody that wanted to listen in the locker room if <laughs> i had him i was gonna, gonna break a rail <laughs> off in him and sure enough if i had him then i had to go back it up <laughs> there you go. I slid up on this I swear this thing was built like a damn train track Just a skinny rail Just hard Hard as could be Just weird acting bull And I slid <laughs> up there and we shot out of there Like a shotgun and He started kind of fading over Kind of dropping that right shoulder Like he was fixing to plant and come And I was like mm, You ain't beating me buddy Where Put some weight on that inside leg just started to kind of drag me old left one up there a little bit to give it to him and that son of a bitch is smart <laughs> he sidestepped and i found myself riding there <laughs> <laughs> inside the whale i was ride <laughs>
2: no.
1: and he thought he'd seen me and i mean his head come around there and just whack me in my left my left arm which is my free arm
0: yeah i mean
1: just knocked me halfway across the pen and i, I remember swinging <laughs> out through there and like he shot me out through there i remember kind of in circles standing up and my arms were flopping around i was <clears> like my arms sure are flopping i better get control of them you know right <laughs> i got my right one in just fine and i got like a quarter of my left one in and i look over and that's some the rest of my left one's still swinging around out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh shit. I reach over and grab it and pull it in, and I'm like, damn, that ain't good.
0: That ain't right. <laughs> I'll, I'll I go, and That ain't normal. Four
1: plates and fourteen screws later. Don't miss the finals, no, make it as an alternate. And then after that, uh, that middle boy of mine, Briar, mine and Sean's, uh, he was born, and I was like, you know, about tired of this shit. I'll just stay home and, and shit, we'll work the ranch and start working some ranches and doing some things and I'll yeah. stay home. I'm not going to miss all these kid steps. And, yeah. and I got to work in them ranches, started playing around, riding around the house. And, and I got to where I, I kind of liked it again and never, I never didn't like it. It just got to be fun again. Yeah. And uh, I think I wound up going to the UPRA finals, which is kind of a joke, but uh, I think like, I, I made it like six or seven. I went to six or seven events and and I think I won three or four of them, and
2: I yeah.
1: said it to others, and they call me and go, hey, you made UPRA finals. I was like, I didn't even know about my card. They go, oh, no, when you won the first one, we bought we bought your card for you. It's automatic. I was like, Yeah, they oh, take it out thanks. your winnings, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, thanks. I could have used that 300, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah. So we go to Sulphur Springs, and I fall off two of them, and, and I got the UPRA bull of the year. I went around on him at like 87 or something, but that was about the, towards the end of it right there. It was I time to you. get a job and, and, uh, start raising my boys. Cause then in 2010, I had to, we had our last son, Blaine. And, uh, it was that, that's how I told him by that time Clancy was already riding. He was getting on, uh, calves and steers and stuff yeah. and chasing the youth rodeos and stuff. And I was like, you know he's he's seven eight. It's time for me to start help chase his dream. Yeah. You know instead of yeah. him following me around, getting and fun, and
0: I'm fat and old now, and I'm not going to work out, so I better follow them. <laughs> <laughs> outstanding, outstanding. Cody, listen, outstanding, outstanding visit, man. Um, I loved it. Yeah. I loved every bit of it. Um, we're, 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 I'm going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to start wrapping it up here. Um, as, as the, um, as the industry says, we got a hard break, so we got to take it. (laughs) So listen, Cody Hart, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And, uh, let me ask you this one last thing. If you, your advice to these young guys that's listening, these parents that's listening for their bull riders, how would, what would your, um, in a clip, how would you, uh, what's your advice to them? That Don't they, they want to be you. Go, they listen
1: somebody that knows what they're doing. Go to, go to a school
0: somewhere, go to David Berry's coach practice. I put on school. You do
2: schools. Yeah. There's a lot of people that put on schools, go somewhere and
1: get, get started the right way. Because if you get started the wrong way, it creates bad
0: habits. Okay.
1: Go get some help and learn the right way.
0: Yep. Okay. Good enough right there. Um Cody listen, I'm going to roll. Um Hi, Buddy. God man, thank you so much for for you bet. giving us that you know what I'm saying? Outstanding Anytime. stories. I mean, world champion bull rider beat the best in the world, beat the founders of the PBR. Beat the um <laughs> well, beat the best, you know? And that, uh, and then rode the best that money could buy, and rode them and spurred them. So, mm-hmm. Cody Hart, man, yes. you're you're uh, you're part of the fucking monster bull think rank family now. Hey, so, I'm honored. So, hey, we are too, man. And uh, if you uh, if you will um, give me one story. Just quick, I know I'm trying to wrap the fuck up, but I'm I can't get enough of you. Give me one of the rankest bull rides that you ever made. What bull was it? What'd you score, and where was it? That you like, like I just uh, this will live with you forever.
1: Odessa, Texas, ninety nine Panhandle Slim. I mean, Donnie Gay said it himself. He said it was dead solid, perfect. Yeah, I mean, I was swinging in, swing. I mean, he kicked out of there, kind of fading to the right, and I mean, just tightened it up and went to a left hand spin, just kicking and spinning as hard as one could. Right. I was getting around there, standing up on that inside leg, just swinging in the hole, and when I'd come out, I'd swing out and just cut that right, cut that right foot loose and just put it in his shoulder. Just, I mean, style him up, <laughs> kind of like Lane did, just throw it out there. And just no doubt. him. How about
0: you that? You know,
1: and I mean, whistle, rain, grab my tail. Get off! I don't land on my feet; I land on my hands and knees. But I mean, that
0: that was outstanding. That,
1: I never felt out of shape. I never felt. I mean, if I could go back and ride one more bull, and I could think it would be in Odessa.
0: How about you? How about that? Outstanding!
1: And All right, you can go on. You can go on YouTube and Google, and it's on there. Cody oh, yeah! Art, yes, Limb, yeah. So Odessa, yeah, Texas.
0: so everybody listening, go go look that up. Go look that up. That's outstanding. Yeah. Cody Hart, you're a champ, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Think Rank. We're wrapping up. Until next Wednesday evening, I'm David Berry. Thank you for listening, watching, and participating. Thank you, guys. Adios.